the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, as I am always covering the Denver Broncos for Mile High Sports Radio and MileHighSports.com, where you can read up on those Denver Broncos and all the different things going on with them, whether it be breaking news, discussions, highlights, lots of good stuff over there. Be sure to check it out at MileHighSports.com. On the latest podcast is Daily Broncos Blitz Podcast. Going to talk about the Broncos offensive line. Actually, we're really going to talk about the trenches, period, because this is a game that Denver has coming up on Thursday night. Remember, it's a short week. Thursday night football, go set those fantasy lineups. Uh, Broncos, Cardinals in the desert, and this is a huge game in the trenches because, let's face it, this is a Denver Broncos team that is now dealing with major shifting on the offensive line, and this is a Arizona Cardinals offense that is just not very good. So if you see opportune times on the Broncos offensive line and Broncos defensive line, to make impacts on these games, I certainly see them. I'm going to give you some of the keys of the game and uh, how the Denver Broncos win the trenches, which I believe could equate to a win or a loss this Thursday night. Of course, presented by our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. It's tremendous over there. Go check it out. As you know... I'm a big fan of the candied bacon, the nachos. Love that stuff over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Check them out, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. Let's start on the Broncos' offensive line because this is just uh, devastated by injuries now. Of course, everybody knows about the uh, situation with Ron Leary, the torn Achilles. He is done for the year at the left guard position. Jared Valdir is not going to be a go. That is now official coming out today. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio for official injury reports as uh, we do actually have a ton of official outs. And, yes, I say it definitively, out for this game. Adam Jones, Ron Leary, Shane Ray, DeMonte Thomas, and Jared Valdir. Jared Valdir with the knee did not practice all week long. He is now officially out at that right tackle position as well. So, that essentially, uh, it. I think the line is pretty solidified. It's not. It's not been officially laid out, but I do believe it will be from left to right. Garrett Bowles on that left side. I believe it's going to be Max Garcia in that left guard position, who essentially will fill the role of Ron Leary. We'll see how that goes. It's really going to be a a major key position for Denver in this Thursday night game. Matt Paradis, of course, will stay in that center position. Connor McGovern will stay at that right guard position, or at least we hope so. He's actually played fairly well at that right guard position. And then Vance Joseph wanted to mix Max Garcia in, and Connor McGovern had his worst game of the year. No surprise, shocker, when you try to fix something that is not broken. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. And I do believe it's going to be Billy Turner over there in the right side uh, for right tackle at least because uh, and look, this is an offensive line for the Denver Broncos that going into the year was not. It, they were unproven, I'll say that, because, look, we, we've we seen quality play out of Ron Leary, but that was 
when he was at the left guard position. He was, of course, in the right guard position last year, moved back over. That was a quality move. Garrett Bowles, still unproven. Uh, we've seen flashes of good and a lot of flashes of bad. Obviously anchored in the center with Matt Paradis. And then Jared Valdir was an unproven commodity at the right tackle position. Fast forward to now, where Denver is 2-4 and four headed into Week 7. And this is now an offensive line that once again is going to have to go through a major, major restructure. And it's funny because what was once thought of the anchor on the left side has now kind of shifted more towards the center and the right. Matt Paradis is obviously your best offensive lineman uh, for the Denver Broncos at this moment at the center position. He graded out with an 84.6 so far this season. That's according to our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. Pro Football Focus, a lot of great stuff over there. Be sure to go check them out. Uh, They have deep analytics, not only for fantasy, but for, of course, regular games and a lot of good breakdowns, matchups, corners, to wide receivers, that kind of thing. When you got two wide receivers that you're not sure who you should be starting in fantasy football, go check out my friends at Pro Football Focus and use this promo code POD20. That's POD20 for 20% off your subscription. Elite or Edge. Elite or Edge. The Elite's a great membership, but I tell you what, the Edge is a pretty darn good one as well, too. Check it out at ProFootballFocus.com. Use the promo code POD20. Tell them Ronnie K sent you. From the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, Matt Paradis in that center, 84.6. Connor McGovern now rates as the second best offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos, 72.7. And we've talked about McGovern on this podcast before, uh, being somebody who has really helped the run game as far as run blocking goes. And this is a Denver Broncos team that needs to run the ball. Again, establish the trenches in this Arizona game. So, Connor McGovern, your second highest one. Garrett Bowles is actually your third highest ranked offensive lineman at the moment at a 68.0. But again, that kind of hovers right at that average, slightly above average position. So, it's not like uh, this is the most stellar performance of a year so far for Bowles. And then it starts to see that drop off. Billy Turner, still unproven, although I will say this. I, I think Billy Turner has played at least competent play. This is not one of those Michael Schofield situations. Uh, This is not one of those Donald Stevenson situations. I think the right tackle position is still competent over there with Billy Turner uh, on the right side filling in for Jared Valdir, who, again, will be out with that knee injury. And then you have the significant drop-off, which is Max Garcia. Now, I I think it is too early to say Uh, that Max Garcia can't be a competent left guard. He's graded out so far with a 41.6, and that, of course, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, Use that promo code POD20 for 20% off your Elite or Edge memberships. But this next to Garrett Bowles is going to be a problem, particularly with it being Case Keenum's blind side as well, too. We saw in that Baltimore game where pressure coming from that left side really became a problem for Case Keenum. And I'm going to point out in particular the play, obviously, that was kind of highlighted for other reasons. But there was a blind side sack on Case Keenum where he fumbled. That ended up becoming the fumble scrum that got Phillip Lindsay ejected. And it's those small little uh, differences when your strengths and weaknesses line up in a certain way that could become a problem for Denver because I tell you what, this is a Denver Broncos team that is going to face a decent 
decent Arizona defense. This is a pass rushing team that's got some guys who just have a knack for getting to the football. Uh, of course, Hassan Reddick is is clear and head and shoulders their best pass rushers right now. Uh, Hassan Reddick has just been phenomenal so far this year, grading out at a ninety one point zero when it comes to pass rushing. For Arizona, and of course, those stats according to Pro Football Focus. But of course, you got to remember they do have that guy, uh, Chandler Jones. He's pretty decent. Now, Chandler Jones is dealing with a groin injury. He was limited earlier this uh, week in practice. Did practice fully on Wednesday, so that is something to watch. May slow him down, but he did practice fully. One of the better players on that defense for the Arizona Cardinals. And again, this is a Cardinals defense that also has some solid players in the secondary as well. Patrick Peterson, Buda Baker, Trey Boston. I mean, there, there's a lot of talent here on this Arizona team. They are one in five because of their offense. The Arizona Cardinals are. So make no mistake, this is a very unbalanced team, this Arizona Cardinals team, but they're actually pretty decent on the defensive side. So this is a Broncos offense that needs to make sure that they are winning the trenches on the offensive line, and it is going to be one of their bigger tests this year, this entire year as a unit on the offensive line to handle that Arizona defensive line, and again, they will also be on the road, which is a big factor because they have got to give Case Keenum time. And I know we've look, we've talked about how Case Keenum's just it hasn't been playing very well. He's been ineffective. I'll give Keenum this. He's not getting a lot of time either. And this is now a makeshift offensive line that's got to figure it out on the run. We'll see if they can do that. Because uh, if they don't, it could be a low-scoring affair in the desert on Thursday night. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Love this podcast and love you for listening. You know, uh, a word from the heart. Uh, this is a podcast that started, uh, I took over this podcast, oh, it was January, I think, last year. Um, and, and it started as a one-day-a-week, two-day-a-week thing, and it's grown to three, four days a week. And now it's this daily podcast where you guys are hitting me up on Twitter for questions and uh, I, I'm seeing thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening to this podcast. It's because of you, and I, I want to thank you. I want to take a little bit of time out of the podcast to thank you so much, and I appreciate all your questions. And, uh, of course, you can keep them coming on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, you can always read my work at MileHighSports.com. You can follow Mile High Sports at Mile High Sports. we got a lot of great stuff going on over there with the Denver Broncos. Let's switch gears to that other half, one of the other trenches that battles that I want to watch when it comes to Thursday night, and that's going to be Denver's defensive line against the offensive line of Arizona. Because if Arizona can do one thing well, it's run the football, okay? And and that would just be a tremendous tremendous help for their rookie quarterback in Josh Rosen, who has flashed, at, at least fairly at times, some okay play. He, he's been able to hook up on the deep ball a couple times, but certainly it's got to start with the run game. And of course, they got a very talented running back in David Johnson, who uh, essentially likes to live right in that middle left area on the offensive line, but can also have the speed to get to the outside. But more particularly when it comes to in the middles, that's where this guy thrives the most. He's got 5.5 yards per carry when running towards the middle left uh, of offensive lines for him. And that's mainly because they got some the, they got some guys who really can be effective 
and and move some players. And this is where that Denver defense needs to be able to, you know, we talk about the cliches, gap assignment and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, this is where Denver's defense really needs to thrive because if Arizona can't block that run game, this is a, uh, let's face it, this is a bad Arizona Cardinals team on offense, period. Uh, there's just no bones about it. Um, when it comes to uh, just about any statistical category that you look at, they're just not very good. But again, of the of the deficiencies that they are bad at, the best one that they are at is running the football. It's not really saying much, but it is one of those things where you don't want Denver to, uh, where if you're Arizona, you don't want the Cardinals to all of a sudden start to get on a roll with David Johnson and uh, maybe they're a little bit more effective because that's it. You know, it's highly unlikely that Josh Rosen is going to go ahead and just tear up this Denver Broncos secondary. But again, it's kind of one of those situations where if you pick your poison, the poison that you're picking is David Johnson because he is the best player on that Arizona offense. So shutting down the run in the trenches would be huge for this Denver team if uh, they want to try to win this football game. As again, this is a, a Arizona Cardinals team that is just not very good. They're graded out in the mid-50s when it comes to uh, just about every offensive statistical category. But boy, uh, when they are running the football... And we've seen at times when they can run effectively, maybe not so much this year, but when David Johnson is on a roll, he can be effective. Now, that being said, you got to get you got to get to the quarterback. And as Von Miller said yesterday, well, I'll let Von Miller tell you himself. I want to say it's a must win. We're gonna kick the ass though. Make sure you put that up there. We're gonna kick the ass. That of course Von Miller yesterday in his press conference. Uh look, I, I think two things come come to mind when Von Miller says that. Uh one I think this is a team that is ready to make a change at either the coordinator or head coaching position. And I'm wondering if maybe Vaughn knows that. Whether it's for sure or just in his gut, he knows that if this is a team that does not come out and perform well, it could be their guy. And when I say their guy, I say Joe Woods. Could be their guy on the chopping block come Friday morning because this, this is a Denver defense that is very talented on paper. Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, Chris Harris Jr. Uh, I know I've harped against Bradley Roby for a long, long time, but you know Bradley Roby at least a average on paper corner. You got some decent linebackers. Those guys down uh, in the trenches between Domata Pecco and 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 Derek Wolf. This is a talented Denver defense, and yet they can't stop Sam Darnold and they can't stop all these defenses. They get two different. Running backs running for over 200 yards, a first time ever, ever in NFL history. Back to back 200 yard rushers against a defense. This is a Denver defense that is going to have to have changes made at the top if they don't perform. And I and I wonder if Von Miller knows that. And that's why I think this is more of a not so much. Uh, I mean, it's going to be utilized as bulletin board material. Don't get me wrong for Arizona. Arizona is going to see that and like kick our ass. What are you talking about? We're going to kick your ass, man. Uh, but also, I think this is more of a Vaughn rally the troops. You better be ready on Thursday night because this they are sick and tired of this. They have had it. And Vaughn knows that the talent over there on the Arizona side on offense is David Johnson. 
They have had it when it comes to this uh, rushing... I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. The amount of success that teams have had against the Denver Broncos when it comes to rushing, that has to end. And really, Denver should be effective, period. Because, again, this is an Arizona team that is just not very good on offense. So certainly... This is a time to take advantage. And look, some are going to point at this and say, well, well, why is Von Miller picking on the little kid? The Arizona Cardinals, the one and five. And I get it, but I think there may be some internal rumblings. And again, that's just a gut feeling. There, there's no sources. Or there's no uh, uh, inside knowledge. This is just internal speculation from my part in the thought that this is the time to make a change potentially if they don't perform. And if they don't perform it's probably going to be Joe Woods. If not Vance Joseph, maybe, if not both. I have no idea. Uh, that's how bad this Denver defense has been, and I think they know that it is time to perform at least for this Denver Broncos defense. I want to go over those injuries one more time because, again, it does relate to the Denver defense, more particularly in the secondary because Adam Jones will also be out and linebacker Shane Ray. So this is definitely um, a, a situation for Denver where they are depleted. Uh, uh, you probably are going to see a little bit more Josie Jewell, uh, Brandon Marshall. Again, thinking about the run in mind, potentially Bradley Chubb. He was very effective, three-sack game, when put on the line. Why Denver kind of flip-flop in these positions again? Well, we've talked about this on previous podcasts between Demarcus Walker and uh, the movement from the line, the linebacker, linebacker, the line, Ron Leary, right to left. I, I don't get it. I don't get it, guys. I don't have an answer. I don't know why they do this. I hope it doesn't ruin Bradley Chubb. I don't think it will because I think Bradley Chubb is that talented. But boy, all of a sudden you put Bradley Chubb on the defensive line and he's quite successful, kind of like his success that he had in college. And then you get to put like Shaq Barrett maybe on the field or, or if Shane Ray was healthy, you get more options. What a shocker. Who knew? Who knew that you could put Bradley Chubb and a guy like Shaq Barrett on the field at the same time. Very interesting. Very, very um, breaking news almost. Breaking news. Uh, so this Denver Broncos team is really uh, a Denver defense, I, I should say, is in need of a, I don't want to say statement performance because I, I don't think you really make a statement. I'm not talking about league-wide. I'm just talking about internally. Uh, with the front office. I think the players themselves would like to see themselves as a unit play well. Uh, I, I don't even know if Denver needs to win this game for the unit to play very well uh, to potentially save jobs because that's what's on the line. That's what's on the line this Thursday is jobs are on the line this Thursday as uh, Denver takes on the Arizona Cardinals. And, of course, I will have all kinds of reaction on my Twitter account. You can be sure to follow me at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter, because this is a Denver team that is in bad need of a win. This is a Denver team that has never lost five games in a row in back-to-back -back seasons since the early 60s. This is a Denver team that saw a eight-game losing streak last year. Now kind of uh, a little bit of deja vu over here as Denver has now lost five, uh, or excuse me, four in a row 
And a lost Arizona would make it five, and that would just be absolutely brutal. So be sure to keep up on my Twitter account. That's it for our Broncos Blitz podcast. You can react on Twitter. And, of course, I like to read your responses on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. Be sure to follow me, and I'll get your uh, thoughts, lineups, all that you know, reaction over there up on uh, the Twitter account. On to the podcast. So be sure to go check it out. A lot of fun stuff. Love hearing your interaction. Be sure to follow at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for all kinds of Broncos. Great news, written, breaking news, discussions, debates, player audio, interviews. A lot of great stuff over there at milehighsports.com. That's where you can also find the archive of the Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.